Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 71 of FNI Rap Chat with myself, Paul Butler Lennox. How are we all doing out there? Hope that you're having a lovely Indian summer or whatever you are up to out there. Uh, we're back today, uh, FNI related news. Uh, we have a networking event, a copyright, copyright and wrongs for, for those of you who are script writing at the moment. Because uh, it's often overlooked and it seems to be something that comes up. It's quite prevalent on, on uh, the FNI kind of platforms and stuff about what should be in your scripts, the legalities of them, of them who retains the rights, all of that type of stuff. So we've buffed an award-winning uh, producer and director, uh, Colin McKeown, on a panel of uh, industry heads on the 3rd of September. It's in Token on, uh, 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 where is it? Smithfield. So we've a, we've a lovely space there and it's... Uh, Again, all the proceeds of that go back into FNI to running the, pl- the podcast, the podcast, and uh, and all our services, events, and everything else, and so on. Uh, today, episode seventy-one, we have a, a very lully, lully actor uh, uh, by the name of Nelly Conroy, uh, who you may know from practically all of your favourite Irish films uh, and uh, Fair City, if you like, if you like soaps. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm very well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were still doing the intro. Oh, is, he, is he talking about me? When, when do I come in? When don't I come in? Um, how's it going? You're, you're busy working. Well, I'm doing Fair City at the moment, Jess. That's very busy. Yeah, it's great to be working. It is great. God bless the work. <laughs> yes, like. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've, I've, you're one of the people, or one of kind of many people that we kind of wanted to get on, recognisable kind of people who've been with the greatest of respect around for a while, yeah. doing bits uh, and, and kind of, right. <laughs> but crafting away, you know, and that's yeah. kind of what this podcast is about. This podcast is very much about inspiring people to keep going, uh, reminding them that they're not kind of alone in their work and their endeavours. And you seem to be somebody who's very much doing that for a long period of time, which is great. Yeah. Um, so when did it all begin for you, acting-wise? I'm acting now 25 years, since I was 17. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of long, isn't it? I'm 42 now. <laughs> I think it's 25, yeah. Um, 17 years, I did family. What, what do you get when you, when you, when you, it's your 25th anniversary? Yeah, no, I've never got anything for anything. What did you get, silk skirt? Nothing. Silk or something, I don't know. Uh, family, yeah, Jesus Christ. That was the first job at 17. Wow. Uh, that must have been... Had you, were you in youth theatre or anything before No, that? my sister Aoife was, um, my older sister, but my dad's an actor and my brother Rory acts. Yeah, yeah. So I've been around acting all my life, like I'd be sitting in rehearsal rooms <laughs> as a kid and I don't know how they put up with us actually, um, you know, and you'd be around the sets yeah, all yeah. your life really. So it's all you know kind of. And you'd be in pubs late at night, <laughs> so I know, you know all the older actors and, yeah, you know, so it's just... So I wasn't going to do it and I left school early. It's a real boring story. I've said, I'm used to tell this all the time, like, but I haven't, don't get interviewed anymore. But um, I was left school after fifth year because I really didn't really suit me school at all, you know. And my yeah. mum just said, right, I'm not going through another year of hell. Leave now or, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I said, all right, I will then. And I was waitressing up in a restaurant called Metzaluna. It's okay. now Lapello on George Street. Okay. And... Um, then I got an audition for a family and I kind of sauntered in, kind of going, ah, oh, yeah, I'll go for that, you know. And then I got a call back and I nearly forgot about that and I had to run up the quays. It was before, because I was living in North Wall and it was before all those bridges. Yeah, I had yeah. to run up right up to Butt Bridge and right back down to Sir John Rogerson's Quay to see them again. And I met Barry Ward then and we were auditioning together. And then 
I think I was called in the third time and Michael Winterbottom said, well, congratulations. And I was like, well, for what? Because <laughs> there's no one tell you got the part. I was going, no, no one told me. <laughs> so that was it then. And I said, I'll give this a go. Yeah, yeah. Because there's always that fear, you know, you're always thinking in your heart, you're like, I'd, it looks good, I'd love to do it, but would I be crap? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so you, you're really, you really put yourself out there when you're acting, don't you? Yeah, of course you do. So, and then I did family and I remember I had to get an agent for that and the agent I remember said, oh, thank God, we were so relieved that you could act when it came out. And I was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Why else would I be doing it? Uh, you know, but it's because it was the first job. Yeah, yeah. What was that? That must have been uh, like I remember that really affecting me. And then I seen it then later, years later, because it wasn't available on DVD. No, no. And nobody. So if you didn't catch it at the time, it was kind of in and gone kind of yeah. thing. But I remember it as it because I'm an outsider. And when I was really young, I, I, when I was really young, I grew up in Ballymun, mm. and it was the first time where I was watching a show, and I was like. Not that it represented my family necessarily, because, well, whose family is not dysfunctional? But mm-hmm. the the idea of, you know, and, and this is, I suppose, after the commitment, so it's kind of that darker element as well. Yeah. That must have been... What What was that like? That humour wasn't in it. No. There was humour in it, but it was very much everyday kind of... It was more... It was darker humour, as you say, whereas the commitments and the trilogy are kind of light humour, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Cosy. Yeah, they're, they're kind of... Uh, rose tinted yeah yeah, yeah. but family was very much realistic really yeah I suppose yeah. you know real environment yeah very much so did you uh, what was it lo- like it's obviously a long time ago now but what are your memories of that and working with Michael Winterbottom oh yeah it was very well you were just kind of doing it but um, it was four months three or four months out in Ardmore and on location yeah it was tough pretty yeah. tough and because the subject matter was very tough and I was only 17 and it was all that kind of, um, you know, is she being molested? Is the dad looking at her? All that. And you really felt it. And I remember I had to dress up as um pretty woman mm-hmm. in the big boots. And at that age, you know, you just feel so, well, I just felt very vulnerable or something. Mm-hmm. So I did. I, it, it was quite heavy. Like, it really was. Yeah. Yeah, no, it did really. Yeah, it was. I remember having to film and it was closing time in Ballymun and I was dressed up in the, that gear and it was like, <laughs> Am I getting out why are we filming at closing time? <laughs> and I was getting called all sorts of names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, this is ridiculous. Like, um, So what after that kind of what, where was it a good experience? Was it like, were you it like, I'm on the telly, this is brilliant. It was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. an amazing experience. It was an amazing thing to be part of. Yeah. But it was tough, like, but I got to, yeah, no, I got to, it was great work, like. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah it was great, but, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. And what happened after that then? Did you... Then I was like, oh, Janie, when I was coming out, I was like, I better go to drama <laughs> school or something. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I rang up um, Bull Alley and I said, uh, can I go? And she said, oh, come in. And Neville gave me a place in Bull Alley. <laughs> so I did that for a few months. And then I got a part in, with Joe Dowling doing Play on the Stars, playing oh, Malzer to um, tour all of England and do the West End. Yeah. So that was like another five months or something work. <laughs> so I left Bull Alley, but I, I learned loads in Bull Alley and I had a great time and I met yeah. loads of people. So yeah, it was worth it. Joe Dowling's lovely as well, isn't he? Oh yeah, and yeah. that was like brilliant. Like you were with amazing people. Anita Reeves, Eamon Morrissey, you know, the cast was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, and, um, everybody that you knew already by the sounds of it. Well, not really, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I was 18 then, so... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, off having a blast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ha- allowed to have a point, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nudge kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and was it... Uh, 
I mean, just to kind of, you know, looking at kind of some of the stuff that you've done over the years, I mean, you've a lot of the, I suppose, film and TV that would be omnipresent in people's minds. Okay. You're, you would kind of pop up in over the pop years. Pop up, yeah, it's basically, isn't it? Because um, oh, small kind of funny parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're great though. Lovely, yeah. lovely little, par- lovely parts. But uh, for me, I kind of go, I'd love to have had bigger roles. Yeah, yeah. That's terrible, isn't it? It sounds no, awful, no. but, you know, in intermission, it's two little scenes. Right. In the general, it's two scenes. In what else? Kisses, well, I mean, the start and the end, it's a bit of a nice you know I, I can't remember what else I did Love Hate was a nice role yeah. but um, yeah Did you feel as if you were like really close to something but then you you, you weren't really given the opportunity to explore something and I flesh something out looking back I wish I had someone that was there going be prepared yeah. don't be out drinking the night before an audition be before a call back you know you're in your 20s and at that stage people are much more serious about their career now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that stage, everyone's kind of just kind of hoping for the best. Yeah. You know, it's the early 90s, mid 90s, like you're kind of not taking things as seriously. You think you're going to get away with everything. You think you're invincible yeah. in your 20s. Mm-hmm. And then I suppose I had a, my daughter when I was 20 then. I had a daughter and mm. I had done the van by then. So when the van was coming out, I was in hospital after having Galia, my daughter. Right, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of like probably... Had that not had happened, I probably would have been off, you know, having... So, it, so, it gave, you know. Yeah, so you, well, do you think it maybe gave you a bit of stability, but also kind of took you away from what you were... Yeah, it gives you a different focus, doesn't it? But then you're kind of... And also you're very much... It's a very small community here, and you're very much typecast a lot of the time. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not, I don't want to be negative or given out, but you do find that the lead roles and things often don't go to Irish actresses. Mm. They go to... English actresses. Yeah. So you might just get the smaller roles before the Irish actress. Yeah, the filler, female. The fillers, yeah, yeah, yeah. The female ones, yeah. Okay. Because the money and all depends on that. Well, yeah, they're, they're, I suppose they're selling it on the basis of who's attached, aren't of, they? Yeah. Yeah. And um, Yeah. So, and I'm not saying that in a negative way. It is how it is. Yeah. And But for me, like looking back, yeah, I was in all those lovely films and delighted and I have had... I can't complain mm-hmm. but in another way you're like well I would have loved him to have a bigger shot at media roles yeah, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. could have done yeah, yeah. and that's what's great about doing Fair City at the moment and it's a whole other thing doing soap opera and you just have to go oh well, it's soap opera and it's great <laughs> yeah. you know it is what it is but you're actually getting to do storylines and getting to do a bit of acting yeah 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 fleshing it's something out instead developing of just something. hanging around at home waiting for the phone to ring for a day on something <laughs> or a week on something or yeah yeah and that's what's great about doing theatre because you're getting to you know get into developing a character and yeah yeah well based on because you've done quite a few bits as you'd say and well, I shouldn't call them bits that's very bad isn't it no well it depends how you kind of because there's no such thing as a small part. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends who you talk to and in what capacity you're talking about. Uh, but, like, you must have had a couple of near misses as well, did you? Oh, rejections? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. How, how would you deal with that? Oh, I have loads of rejections. Like, the list is endless. Yeah. And you have to keep your mental health. Like, it's very hard. It's very, very hard. Like, when you're acting, you're 80% of the time, I'd say, out of work. Yeah. Most of us are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a very few. There's a handful of people that are really lucky and get the work all the time. Yeah. How do you cope with that? Um, Obviously, sometimes good pe- not good very pe- well. Yeah. No, you're on the floor a lot of the time. Um, 
And also, like, you'd have to do other jobs. And then you're being recognised in other jobs. I don't really mind that. Like, I would have waitressed all my life. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's great about doing the first thing. I could give that up. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, finally. Like, when I was doing Love, Hate and All, you'd be filming. And the next day I'm in waitress. And it's just like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't mind that? I don't mind grafting. I'm I'm a grafter, like, and I would work at anything. Because you have to get by and you have to provide. But, you know, it's nice to be able to do some acting I went back and did a master's then oh lovely congratulations but I had to do something something for you instead of something for some, somebody else or for well, somebody else I just feel sometimes when you're in that space where there's you don't feel anything's shifting for you yeah. you kind of have to take that step forward start putting your energy into other things and then it will snowball and things will start to come you know yeah 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 like I did the art strain drama facilitation course and I studied Boal then I went on to do the masters and you know you're doing all that so energy is being created you know and you're being invo- I'm involved with different festivals as well okay so you, you, just generally being creative is very important you and staying active very and creative and being active yeah, yeah. And well being inactive is kind of the actor or I suppose any, anybody's you know biggest enemy to, yeah. to just be sitting around scratching and your mind's just racing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's take it right back. <laughs> um, was there a was there a time or kind of event uh, or a gig that we were on, you were on where you felt okay? Now, uh, now I'm an actor, or oh, have yeah. you ever felt like that? Yeah, I, I can say I can say now. Forty two years of age. After twenty five years, I'm an actor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I can say it now. Yeah, and I can say, yeah, I can be justified in saying that. I think. But yeah, you go along, I think, for the first few years. Well, I did. Because mm-hmm. um, you wouldn't have much confidence or, you know, you'd be kind of... Yeah. You're always kind of hoping, you're always thinking, hoping for the best or, you know, because any day anything can change for you in this business. Yeah. The phone call could ring, come and something would come in and things are, you're going off somewhere or, you know. Um, well, I think I felt like an actor for the last 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's a common thing. I, like one thing that we, uh, myself and Paul, are, are we're going to do a special episode on what they have in the UK that they don't have here. Mm. <clears throat> is they have a, it's what used to be called like like the benevolent fund for uh, for actors. So if you're on your arse, yeah, you can contact them and they'll give you two hundred quid to yeah. get you through the week, or mm. they'll help you pay your rent that month or whatever. But what they have specifically, which we don't have, which we feel is very lacking is they have a like a free phone number to call up if you're not looking after yourself. Oh um, and I know it seems like a silly thing or like a Samaritan's kind of helpline type thing, but for, for there's that kind of, you know, piss-taking, uh, you know, scenario with kind of people who do the type of work that we do. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, you should be happy you're on the telly or you're doing this yeah, or whatever and else. Yeah, like, and you're trying to sign on or something well you um, recently like because when you're not working certain weeks you have to sign on and that's it's your stamps you're entitled it's the reality to. of it I've yeah, worked yeah. and paid tax all my life and your woman sat there and said well you chose this line of work and I was like excuse <laughs> me <laughs> I said why, why are you speaking to me like that you know it's yeah, ridiculous yeah. the way we're treated yeah it's changing slowly now they're, well they're bringing it in now like thankfully now from November they're acknowledging and we fall under the bracket so you don't have to get questioned Finally. For a year, yeah. You know, kind of, why aren't you out getting another job? Because I'm a, I'm a creative, I'm an actor, I'm a writer, I'm a this, I'm yeah, a that. Yeah. Because that's why. Yeah. Why are you a civil servant? Yeah. I didn't pick that for you. Lucky duck <laughs> being a civil servant. But you know, that kind of scrutiny, you know, like it's, it's a bad terrible. choice. You made a mistake, you know. Not a real job. 
Oh, come on. You know, it's ridiculous. It's a, it's a craft and everyone can't do it. And it's a really difficult craft and it's a really difficult life choice. Oh, yeah, very much so. You know, um, but we're very lucky people as well because we have passion and we know what we love. Yeah. And a lot of people don't have that and they're poor for that, you know. Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're God very rich them. in ways. <laughs> rich in spirit, poor in, uh, in finances. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there any kind of... Uh, what advice would you give to kind of like the 17-year-old Nelly who's just about oh to start God. this? I would say be really, really serious. <laughs> be really serious? Yeah. Oft, be, often it's the case where really people kind of go, people go, uh, people go, uh, I have to tell myself to relax and take it easy on myself. Oh, yeah, I would do that as well. Because I would think, looking back, I think I was very... would have probably had panic attacks. I think auditioning and all, it's so nerve-wracking. And I remember like... Just be not in a good headspace at all going to auditions and you'd be prepared. And it's just like you can't actually see in front of you, blinded by anxiety. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's like as if it's a mystery walking into that room. You know, it's like, what's going to happen? It's not in your hands. It's yeah, yeah. Why can't I focus? What's, what's it's happening? It's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're trying your best and it's just, you know, it's not. And then other auditions, you walk in and it just clicks and you get on well with everyone. And yeah, yeah. The worst advice that is given to me when I was growing up was change your accent. Don't say how are you to people. Say hello. And that was after my first job. I was, um, and that was the worst thing that could have been said to me because it meant it made me feel I couldn't be myself. Yeah. That I had to pretend to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I was uncomfortable in my own self, like thinking, you know, I couldn't be myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I or didn't know what I was going to do. It, it devalued you, or made made you. Uh, if look, we're all I, I think all creative types, not necessarily. I don't think this is uh, mutually. Uh, I, I don't think this is exclusive to actors, but I think yeah. every everybody in the creative in a creative space feels as if they're an imposter, you know, or has imposter imposter syndrome. And then if you know, I think particularly with working class individuals and this is this has been proved i think uh in this in the public school system and acting in in the uk for example that mm. once they get they got rid of that received pronunciation the rp carry on in drama schools like the amount like from the 60s kind of 70s and 80s look at all the actors that flourished because they didn't have to pretend to be yeah you know uh laurence olivier or whatever else we i don't think we've kind of smashed that kind of um no, I don't think so either. You know, there's been times, for, not only for myself, but other actors I know who've gone into auditions um, and they feel as if they've lost out in the part purely because of how they sound mm. in conversation before they even open their mouth mm. or before they even open their mouth in, in relation to the character. Mm. Do you think there's still a kind of working class stigma in this country um, in terms of I think, jobs? Yeah, I hate saying it, but I do think there is... Um, and I don't consider myself any class, really, because mm. I grew up all sound in a class so, areas. sound in a certain way. I grew you up know? in those areas, but my parents wouldn't necessarily be from those areas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so in a way, I'm an imposter in those areas, too. Yeah, yeah. But that's all I know. And, yeah, I do think there is... I remember before an actor as well... Every time I spoke to him, he'd come back with a Dublin accent. I go, why are you doing that? Why are you putting on that accent? I shouldn't say a Dublin accent, my accent, a working class accent. Why are you doing that? He goes, because you're doing it. I say, I bleed and speak like this. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, as if they can slag you like. Yeah, yeah, you're the one that's putting something on because you're uncomfortable. Don't make me feel What are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually had that with an agent I had years ago. I was like, why is he, why is he going, what's the story to me? 
<laughs> you don't have to. It's grand. Um, but yeah. Um, any? Have you learned any major lessons over the years in 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 terms of? I suppose, particularly in the last kind of maybe ten or fifteen years, as you've got a little older in your career and a little mm. bit more mature in your career, have you learned? Has there been any lessons? Major that, lessons. Major lessons that you'd like to share well, with the I community. I love. I love. Um, that's why I did the masters. Was I did theatre studies, and I love kind of, uh, you know, studying the play and doing all that. I love, yeah, kind of the, I don't know, the history of the whole craft and yeah, yeah, Ex- excavate. But that's no. all. But lessons for me personally. Um, well, either or, like I mean, I mean, you know, I just think is to really work hard, be yourself, and. Don't give yourself too much of a hard time, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah. don't compare yourself to other people. I don't, because we're all unique, yeah. And there's no one else like you, and there's no one else like me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know, just try and keep the head, <laughs> the head up. <laughs> don't lose the head, whatever you do. <laughs> don't get too down. Um, it's very hard, isn't it? It is. It's it is great, but no. It, when when it's wor- just like anyone, like I always say, like when you're working, it's great. Um, but how do you, you know, scratch that feeling of working when you're not working? You know, how do you how do you replicate that kind of sensation or that feeling when you're not? And <coughs> for me, um, it's being creative at all, you know, in yeah. any in any capacity, and that mm. can be from helping somebody or giving a bit of advice, I suppose, mm. to actually, you know, sitting down with a pen and paper and just trying to get something down, yeah, creatively in some capacity, you know, yeah. Um, I suppose that does it for me. Uh, do you like rehearsing? Oh yeah, <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> love rehearsing <laughs> for plays or for just in, ge- in general. Oh yeah. yeah, and when you're doing film writing, I love a bit of a rehearsal. You get you probably get hardly any, especially on the gig. Well, first thing, yeah, it's quite fast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that frightens the fucking life out of you though, sometimes. Um, it's like, oh, you're on. Oh fuck. Uh, I think uh, yeah, and at the start, when I'm in it a year and a half now, and at the start, you know, you think oh, I'm not going to be nervous. And you think you're not nervous and then looking back, you're like, oh, my God, I was so nervous there. <laughs> but the best advice to be on a set like that is just to really be really cool. Try yeah. and be as calm, as nonchalant as you like, you know, yeah, yeah. and know your lines and kind of know what you want to do. But it's very fast. Yeah, you wouldn't really get much of a rehearsal. Though. No. And they might do one thing in one take. I've heard you like you'll get another take if they fuck up technically. So yeah, <laughs> they make a balls of it or they go too far on the, the dolly lights or whatever. Or the, yeah. yeah, the blocking and like Tina Keller's in in now. Yeah, yeah. And she's playing my sister in it now. Okay, yeah. So where she had her first week last week, and um, we had rehearsed a little bit ourselves. Thank God, because we did one big scene and it was quite a heavy scene in right. one take. Like, yeah. But they're obviously happy with it. Yeah, well, it must be. But you know, as an actor, you're like, oh, I'd love to go with that. No, no, I think I want to do this with it now. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes, like, you know, more often than not, kind of the first take is really good anyway because you're, mm. you're, you're, you're G'd up for it. Mm. You know, you're ready for it. Yeah. And you just bash it out. And you may not think it is. For me, it's like, oh, well, let's get another one and another one just in case, mm. you know, or we want to get to it. 50, please. <laughs> yeah, please, 165 of them. <laughs> um yeah. Michael Winterbottom now, he took a lot of takes. And yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd say about 100. Yeah. But really? <laughs> well, remember we were doing that frying pan scene and the ketchup? Jeez. We did that, I think, in three locations or two locations. Loads of times. Like, I was there for the day with ketchup and certain parts of my legs. <laughs> so I couldn't actually go near ketchup for about 10 years. Eh? The smell of it, like, oh, Jesus. Oh, um, what's been... 
your favourite job and why? Your favourite job? Yeah, your favourite job. I love all the jobs. I'm not talking about wa- not the waitress in months. Oh, God, no. No, <laughs> I, I make great friends doing that, but like... Yeah. Um, my favourite job... It doesn't have to be like the I most, the most, you know, the biggest I'm job. I'm here trying to think of what I've done. Yeah. I should have brought me CV. Is there something? Look at it. Yeah, I'll pull you up there. Hold on on IMDb or whatever. Um, is there something that I really enjoyed doing? Yeah, or something that I loved just, doing. You loved um, for, yeah. I loved doing. Uh, I did a play called Mainstream. Rosalie okay. McDonough's play. I did that with John Connors. That was in 2016. I loved doing that. I loved doing Little Gem, another play, and film and telly wise. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the job I have now. I have to say, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. But I love, I like doing love hate. I only had five days on that. But I like doing, I like doing them all. Like I love, just any, I love any, working. any job is a job. I love working. A job's a job. A joke is a joke, and no job is no joke. No, I love it. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of anything I hated. I know I just, I can't. I've no, I kind of don't look back. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> a like, that's a positive forward. thing, I guess, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, it is because I mean, you're constantly. You, I guess you're focused on the here and now and living in the yeah. moment kind of thing. Hopefully, well, trying. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's what. Like one thing I've and and it's it's compliment time. Uh, one thing I've noticed about you and so in uh, in all of your work that I've seen is that you're always very natural. You always seem yeah. really really natural and kind of in flow. Mm. It doesn't seem like there's never a moment where I think she's rolling her eyes looking for a line. You know. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. all have them. But uh, you, you, but don't, you wouldn't say she's a very technical actress. <laughs> She's trained. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I think that, like, for me, that's what the essence of acting is. Like, if 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 somebody can do that in you know, and then do that through like five or six or ten different characters from different places, that's the that's where you want to be. Yeah, is I the, think so. Is, is their moment of flow, you know, yeah. or, or their naturalism of that character? I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, surely that's what it's I think all you about. Should try and that should be the goal anyway. Yeah, naturalism. They're in the moment of. That character at that. Yeah, that you second. should always feel as if, from my, from my perspective, or even some really like really good uh, kind of tutors I've had, or even directors, one or two directors that were really good that I've worked with. It's like they, you know, they've always encouraged the idea of, you know, an audience should feel as if they just walked into a room and they and you don't notice them. Yeah, uh, the character doesn't notice them, and you're just listening, you're just earwigging. Mm. It should always feel like that. And I think you know. Um, you know, you'd be one of those people who would create that. I would imagine. Thanks very much. Ah, you're very good. I'll take that. You do. Uh, <laughs> is there um, are there any major differences? Because you've done a lot of theatre as well. Um, between working in theatre and say film and TV, what are the major differences? Like a different job, is it? It's completely different. Yeah. Does it feel like a completely like, different way of working? Completely different way of working. Right. And I've always done kind of new plays. I've never really got to do the old kind of plays. Yeah, yeah. I'm still waiting around to do <laughs> the old canon. Like, right. Um, I always get to do, which is great to get to do new plays and you're developing a character for the first time. That's fantastic. But um, oh yeah, no, it's, you have the rehearsal room for about a month or five weeks if you're lucky. Yeah. And uh, you develop a character, and it's amazing. Yeah. I love that process. And then you, it's a much more um, different discipline as well because you have to go in the evenings and you have to have the energy for that show every night, yeah. you know, and you come home, at, you know, it's a, an evening to all day you're waiting to go into the theatre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then with film, it's, you're, you've done it and 
that you have to wait a few months to see it or a year and a half or do you get a kick out of it when it comes back around again I mean the, oh, like I say it. if you do a film and you're like you're waiting you know they're gonna they're gonna have to put the jigsaw you've wait broken to see down your bits, isn't it? yeah <laughs> <laughs> waiting to see your bits <laughs> yeah do, ah, you, do yeah. you get a buzz out of it still yeah I do yeah yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah well it doesn't I wouldn't say it happens that much for me yeah <laughs> yeah but you've had that experience a ah, couple no, of times I, I shouldn't be that hard like I've I've done plenty yeah 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 you know I have a very bad memory. <laughs> um, th- how important is, you know, you, you said uh, a little earlier there that obviously you're from a family of yeah. troubadours. Mm. Um, how important is it to have not only a supportive family, but a family that works in the same field as and well? And that understands and gets of, it. Yeah, can respect it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very important because I know people that come from families are in spouses that have no respect for it or have no understanding mm-hmm. what would you be doing that for you're not making you're not bringing in a regular wage or and it splits people up and everything mm-hmm. you have to make that choice I think it's great but I wouldn't like if I was with a partner that didn't respect it I wouldn't be with them <laughs> they'd be gone before the job kind of thing absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, well I think you have to respect but we with my dad and Rory and my mother as well had a children's theatre here in the 80s and a puppet theatre. So we're all kind of involved in something right. artistic. And um, yeah, it's so important to have that support and respect for... But in another way, they're very hard on you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't really... They would, would be very honest as well, mm-hmm. which isn't great either. So you wouldn't be always like, oh, that's amazing you're doing that. And it's like, <laughs> it's not like... That's no. not amazing. So it wouldn't oh, be that all, wasn't very good. It wouldn't be all green room hugs afterwards. If they Absolutely not, no. No, no. no, but I think everyone has that with their parents especially, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Like you hear all sorts of stories about, <laughs> and I, I know what that's like, you know. Oh, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For fuck's sake. Can we just, it's only a play, like it's not the end of the world, you know. Yeah. Um, what, like... It, I'm I'm always curious about uh, kind of families of actors. Mm. Um, what is it like? Is it a didn't they didn't lick it from the stones kind of thing, or like do you is the were you always gonna go and be an actor? No, I wasn't. I was I, I was good good at art in school. I was going to be go to art college, right. but then I left school. Right, so but you didn't have drama. Did you have drama in, in school? No, I didn't get any parts. I was a sheep. <laughs> I was like um, no. No, I never got the parts. It was always one girl in particular that got all the parts. But I went to five schools. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's five other girls getting leading parts out there. Oh over yeah, the years. like I never really Forked no, it was them. never a thing <laughs> with me. And my sister was in DYT. Okay. And she did she did very well. But even now my mum would say, Oh, like as if she's the actor. But you're like that she should be really doing that. And mm. I'm like, Oh yeah. Well, yeah, you just... <laughs> As if, like, should have been statements. her doing that. <laughs> and I shouldn't tell me, Ma, here's that, she'll kill me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I, but, like, parents are also very clever as well. Sometimes they tell you what you need to hear. Yeah. You know? But there'll be no uh, question of our heads getting any big, like... Oh, no, Jesus, or, no, no, no. You know, at all, like... Um, sometimes there's a bit of reverse psychology to kind of motivate the best out of you, I guess, as yeah, well. Well, I think, you know, parents that care, or, you know, they don't, you know. Keep your feet on the ground. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, um, but it's very, um, with us as a family, we're all very kind of big discussions and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. be quite, we have tense discussions. <laughs> <laughs> you, be, uh, you know, 
What's a yeah? I'd imagine there, uh, you know, it, there'd be a lot of it, really interesting, healthy debates at yeah. Christmas time. Yeah, and kind of yeah about about the state of things. And the uh, moods are up and down because everyone's got like going through <laughs> out of work, in work, out of work. You yeah. know. Um, what is um, as 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 a woman working in you know film and TV? Yeah, and you know the arts in general. What do you think? Do, do you think it's a healthy environment to be in now? Do you feel as if there's? Do you feel as if there's more opportunity uh, now, or that there's some really interesting changes happening now? Or do you feel as if it's there's a bit? It's all a bit of a smoke screen and kind of at the moment. Do you feel as if it's a good do you time? Do all the funding in the film board? Well, y- yes and no. I mean, like, do you feel you must have had? Being a woman working in that environment over the years, yeah. you must have encountered some Absolutely. tricky situations, yeah. I would imagine, yeah. to put it mildly. I had um, to complain a few times. Well, one particular time I had to yeah. ask the producers and complain, yeah. Do you feel as if now there is, you know, it's it's a better time to be doing what you're doing? I'm glad I'm 42. Yeah, because you put anybody in their place. you can tell people to. <laughs> yeah. And you can, you know, you have a much more head and your shoulders about what's right and what's not right and what can be said to you and what can't be said to you. Yeah. And these comments and constantly kind of people thinking they can comment on what you're wearing, how you're looking in your costume. It's like, actually, no, you can't. Mm. And that's a normalised thing that happens all day, every day on set. Yeah. A friend of mine recently, she was doing a series in England and the production team had a meeting about what the do's and don'ts, do not comment on somebody who is wearing something, do not comment on how they're looking that day. Yeah. And I think, yeah, thanks. I F- really, finally. Yeah, I fucking would love a meeting like that. <laughs> because I really am sick of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just to... You, you and when you see the younger actresses, yeah, the younger female actors, I should say, whatever, um, and the shit they have to put up with. I think you, you, you own the word, you can use whichever you, whichever you like. I don't, yeah, I just, I, you know, but the shit they have to put up with, the comments, constant comments about looks, about sexiness, about, and you're like, I'm sorry. And you can't speak for them because I'm not that person. Yeah, yeah. But you can, like, I wonder what's going on in their head sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's not how you validate yourself, or that's no, not how you validate someone else. No, job, and it just drives me actually nuts. Yeah. Do you, is, do you think, like, that's obviously more male-driven, is it? Or does yeah, it come, does it come so. also but from the But then we the females well? have to, be careful, we're not doing it to younger females as well, or to other yeah. females that might get it all the time, commenting on, oh, you're looking great today, or, you know, yeah. even simple things like that, they mightn't seem offensive, but they're just a pain in the face. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, I don't need I to hear that. I don't want now. to feel that you think I'm sexy in this costume, or that I'm hot in this costume. <laughs> I don't want to have to think about you thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't like. I'm, tr- I'm trying to prepare to yourself, for. Like. Yeah, I'm trying to prepare for something, and I don't need to hear anything about how I look about right you now. You and yeah. what's going on in your head. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You do your job. I'll do my job. Yeah. So just common sense seems to be improving a little bit, maybe. Well, in my head, anyway. Yeah. yeah no, it is, and I think I can't understand this. Um, this thing about gender equality isn't equality because the poor men. You know. Go on. Yeah. It's people that are speaking out about that at the moment. <laughs> um, that, but unfortunately, we you have think to people, f- people falsely put this into place where women are actually getting a s- step into the same equal stratosphere as the men, mm-hmm. that they can actually get opportunities to be creative and to direct and produce and edit, and they can actually get into the mix now. Yeah. And unfortunately, it has to be a fake 
on a fake platform like with funding for all the women f- at the moment yeah, yeah, yeah. and then hopefully it will be normalised in five to ten years or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's not going to happen. What's it called? A meritocracy, is it? Yeah, yeah. There's that argument that, you know... That's not going to happen on its own. Like No, unfortunately it's not. You know, it's like rebuilding a city after a war. You know, you just have to get stuck in yeah. and it has to and happen women quickly. women have been... It's been unequal for women all the time, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Deal with it, lads. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> support it, like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely support. I, I think mean, support, it and I can't stand the people speaking out about it. Yeah, I just don't, don't. Do you not get it, like? He's all. I know everyone's just worried about their own job, but in the deal with it, like you should be getting this behind this yeah, men. Yeah. Shouldn't be threatened by something that doesn't directly affect you. No, and this idea of oh, but like say twenty has to be equal, but. What if the, all the men's is much better than the women's, but the women's get made? But what, most of the stuff that's made isn't great anyway. Yeah. Most of the men's stuff is shit anyway. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not as if it's all of a sudden going to be terrible because women think that, are getting funded. See, the problem, I think, is from my, from, from my perspective is that people are rating the scenario here or the changes that are happening here by an international standard. So they're yeah. looking at other people's work over in the States or in mm. the UK and they're, th- they're not basing these, cha- these drastic changes that are happening now based on the material that's being produced in this country yeah. now. Yeah. The standard of, frankly, um, some of the work that's being made here, which is pr- you know, predominantly produced and created by men, yeah. is not very good. Yeah. N- not all of it. But some of it's great. Some of it is amazing. But like this idea that just because women are getting funded... Because they might be less talented than the men. Well, maybe they're not. Well, what, what, How do we ever know that? Well, the argument I'd make <laughs> to anybody who gives out about that is, you know, say a writer who's produced three or four shorts or, or, or a couple of shorts and a feature and, and, and mm. there was, you know, say the first one was good and then the, you know, the second or third one was fantastic. My argument would be, well, they haven't got the three opportunities that you had to get to the, the brilliant gig that you had at the end. Yeah. So why are you judging them based on your last gig, their first gig on your last gig? Mm-hmm. You know, let someone make that omelette by breaking those few eggs yeah. and then in 10 years judge them. I know. You know, so there's a bit of that kind of, so I think just jealousy because it's such a small pot so, of money. It's so small, I know, yeah. yeah. And But there's so few female directors compared to the male directors out yeah. there, isn't there? In, well, yeah. in, in Ireland, like... Well, I've worked with one female director in, you know, 12, 15 years that I've been yeah. acting, you know. So that's saying something. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people I know would have... And she wasn't Irish. <laughs> oh, had, well, a lot of people I would have known would gone to film school to be a director, females, yeah. and they're now ADs. Yeah. And there's no sign of them ever getting to direct, really, you know. They, they would have started out with all that passion and hope and trying to make their shorts and all. And, you know, so there is... It didn't work out, whatever, you know. Have you uh, have you written anything, produced? Would no. you ever like to direct something? Direct? I, well, I directed a few things for youth theatre. Mm-hmm. Um, little things. Um, I don't know whether I'd like to write. I'd love to be able to write. I don't think I'm writable. I was told by a medium that I should be writing, but I don't know. Now what, what's a writer, though? Someone who can write something. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I've had this discussion with dozens no, of writers. I would say no, I'd be a playwright. Playwriting's very difficult. I've had, I've this, I've, like, obviously on the podcast, but also kind of mates and stuff that I've mm-hmm. met that are writers over the years. Yeah. Uh, you know, a writer is somebody who just finishes something. Exactly, yeah. You know. I'm not very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start loads of things, but, <laughs> yeah. but you, that's the idea of it. And it t- sometimes, you know, 
you know, some of the greatest writers, you know, or literary figures, you know, over the last whatever, have only they only started writing in their forties. I don't. They only put pen to paper oh, really, at that point. It? So I don't think anybody should ever cut it's their time. nose off despite their face, you know. No, I wouldn't do that, but I just, I don't think I'm a playwright. Right. Maybe I could write something on telly. Okay. But no, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I'd never <laughs> say never, like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I could chat to you all day, but I have to finish now. So thanks. Okay.